Hello, fantasy friends. I am Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. So far, I've touched on draft strategy, then mock first round, and gone through position-by-position preview. Those shows were all about setting a foundation for this baseball season. Today, the fun begins with sleepers, players that might be worth more than their preseason projections suggest. How does a player even end up getting undervalued? A lot of times, it's because they play for bad teams, because bad teams are easy to ignore. But it's also a prime place to find value. Another, another reason could be injuries or, or a slump for, for one season. There, there are plenty of reasons why the public will undervalue a player. But let's take a look at some of the players who might be undervalued right now. Starting at catcher, Omar Narvaez from Milwaukee. 28-year-old, he broke through last season with 22 home runs. And he's hitting 276 in his career. There aren't a lot of stellar offensive options behind the plate, so one that hits 20 home runs and doesn't kill your batting average is definitely worth your time. Jorge Alfaro in Miami. He was traded to the Marlins before last season in a deal for JT Real Muto. Alfaro is too much of a free swinger, but he hits the ball hard. would be a nice option as a backup because he could deliver you 20 home runs with an adequate batting average. He also has a 385 batting average on balls in play, which would seem prime for regression. It's absurdly high. But he's also had that through 973 uh, plate appearances in the major leagues. So maybe it's not going to go down. Uh, Also, sort of as a bonus here at catcher, I'm going to throw in Yadier Molina for old time's sake. Uh, Molina has long been one of my favorite uh, sleepers at catcher because he uh, plays a lot. And as his career has progressed, he's added a little more pop to his bat, making him more valuable. Uh, So even at this stage, uh, as he moves in towards his late 30s, uh, Yadier Molina is someone who can... Uh, give you some decent production from behind the plate. Uh, Moving on to first base, uh, take a look at Luke Voigt for the Yankees. It's not easy to be undervalued while playing for the Yankees, and it's not like Voigt is completely unknown, but he has 35 home runs and 561 at-bats since joining the Yankees in 2018. He's a legit power threat and can easily fill a corner infield slot. Moving north to Toronto, look at Rowdy Tellez. In 370 at-bats for the Blue Jays last season, Tellez mashed 21 home runs. He only hit 227, but he made solid contact for someone with a 267 batting average on balls in play. The Blue Jays may go with Travis Shaw at first base, but Tellez could get some at-bats at first and designated hitter. And if he found a way to 500 at-bats, he might get you 30 home runs. Over to second base, look at Starlin Castro of the Miami Marlins. He hit a career-high 22 home runs last season, his 10th in the major leagues. The reason that Castro might be overlooked somewhat is that he's a 280 hitter with a little pop, but nothing that really stands out. What helps Castro's case is that he's very durable. Last season was the sixth time in his career that Castro finished with more than 600 at-bats. And merely by his ability to show up to work nearly every day, he can accumulate stats. Another second baseman, Cesar Hernandez of Cleveland Indians. The 29-year-old has hit 29 home runs over the past two seasons. And before stealing just nine bags last season, he had 70 stolen bases in the previous four seasons. It's not a big reach to see Hernandez with 15 home runs and 15 steals, which can certainly play in a middle infield slot. At shortstop, Elvis Andrews for Texas. The 31-year-old is due to slow down at some point, but he swiped 31 bags last season, so he can be a difference maker in a category that doesn't have a lot of difference makers. He's not a real power threat, but he did hit a dozen home runs last season, and he's a 275 hitter who plays a lot when healthy. Steals, runs, and a passable average, that's good enough to fill a middle infield's position. Andrelton Simmons for the LA Angels. He's a 30-year-old coming off an injury-shortened season, and he's known more for his glove than his bat. But Simmons had a couple of seasons with double-digit homers and double-digit steals, and was on that pace again last season. 
the added bonus is that he's so great defensively that he plays a lot, at least he does when he's healthy. Over to the hot corner, go with Brian Anderson of the Miami Marlins. He strikes out a little too much and his batting average is a bit below average, but Anderson also had 20 home runs and 33 doubles in 459 at-bats last season. So there is some legit pop in that bat. He also has right field eligibility, which could come in handy. Hunter Dozier of the Kansas City Royals broke through last season with 65 extra base hits, including 26 home runs. It took a long time for the 2013 first-round pick to really stick in the majors, but he did it, and now the 28-year-old could have some post-hype success. When we come back, we'll take on outfield and pitching staff sleepers. And we're back with more sleepers. On to the outfield we go. Starting in left field with Mike Tauchman of the New York Yankees. Flying under the radar in Yankee pinstripes, Tauchman is a late bloomer who doesn't quite come with the same fanfare as, say, Aaron Judge. Tauchman's 29 and was productive in a part-time role for the Yankees last season, hitting 13 home runs and stealing six bases in 260 at-bats. If he manages to hold a regular spot in the lineup and delivers 20 and 10, that's going to justify a mid-to-late round selection for sure. Will Myers, the San Diego Padres. It's entirely fair to worry about Myers' batting average. He hit 239 last season despite a 344 batting average on balls in play. But in 2016, Myers had 28 home runs and 28 steals. He wasn't quite so dynamic last season and still ended up with 18 home runs and 16 stolen bases. He's flawed, but still pretty useful in later rounds. Minnesota center fielder Byron Buxton. Health has been the great enemy of Buxton. He's only managed more than 300 at-bats once in four-plus major league seasons. Nevertheless, in 271 at-bats last season, Buxton had 10 home runs and 14 steals along with 30 doubles. If any of that doubles power converts to home runs and Buxton stays relatively healthy, the 26-year-old could have serious upside, at least 20-20. Maybe 30-30 isn't out of the question. Another center fielder, Randall Grichuk of the Toronto Blue Jays. He's practically an elder statesman for the Blue Jays amidst all the rising young stars. 28-year-old Grichuk has a batting average of 244 for his career, and that justifiably limits his appeal. At the same time, Grichuk mashed a career-high 31 home runs last season, his fourth straight season with more than 20. As a cheap power source in later rounds, you can do worse than Grichuk. Right fielder for the Washington Nationals, Adam Eaton. When Juan Soto and Victor Robles are manning the other two outfield spots for the Nationals, it's easy for the 31-year-old right fielder to get overlooked. Eaton struggled with injuries in 2017 and 2018, but was healthy last season and had 15 home runs and 15 steals while scoring a career-high 103 runs. Tampa Bay right fielder Hunter Renfro, not to be confused with Oakland Raiders wide receiver Hunter Renfro, this Renfro is a 28-year-old slugger who arrives in Tampa Bay as part of the Tommy Pham trade. Renfro is a career 235 hitter, which is something of a problem, but he's also hit 85 home runs in the past three seasons, including 33 last year. Not unlike Grichuk, he's an inexpensive source of power. So that covers our outfield. Let's move on to the pitchers. In the starting staff, Carlos Martinez of the St. Louis Cardinals. Shoulder issues have hampered Martinez. He was a 28-year-old who has already been an ace starter, but has since been relegated to the bullpen. He's competing for a spot in the Cardinals' rotation this year, and if he gets it, Martinez has a higher upside than some random minor league competing for a fifth starter spot. For his career, Martinez has 8.9 strikeouts per nine innings with a 3.36 ERA and 1.28 whip. There's a few too many walks, but the payoff could be something special if Martinez sticks in the Cardinals' rotation. Now, if you want a real risk, Lance McCullers of the Houston Astros. 
He's never started more than 22 games in a season and missed all of 2019. So that's not a minor issue. But the 26-year-old has teased with his talent. That includes 10.1 strikeouts per nine, 3.67 ERA, 1.27 whip. He's good enough to possibly hold down the number three spot in the Astros rotation, which should also bring wins, at least for as long as McCullers can stay healthy. Alex Wood, after a couple of effective seasons with the Dodgers, Wood struggled in seven starts for the Reds last season. Back problems made his 2019 season a write-off. But Wood has returned to L.A., where he had a 3.46 ERA and 1.17 whip in three and a half seasons. It's probably worth a late-round pick to find out if Wood can recapture that form. At one time, 27-year-old Dylan Bundy was considered the top pitching prospect in baseball. After a 4.67 ERA in four seasons for the Orioles, though, at one time, 27-year-old Dylan Bundy was considered the top pitching prospect in baseball. After a 4.67 ERA in four seasons with the Orioles, though, Bundy's more of a reclamation project for the Angels. There's obviously some upside, as he has more than a strikeout printing in the past two seasons. The trouble is that Bundy has allowed 70 home runs. His 1.89 home runs per nine is easily the highest in baseball among qualified starters. The hope has to be that Bundy still has his stuff, but can keep a few more pitches inside the park. Caleb Smith from Miami, the Marlins left-hander, is another one who surrenders the long ball. He's the National League leading 33 home runs last season. But he also has 10 strikeouts per nine innings over the past two seasons. You probably wouldn't want to take a shot on both Bundy and Smith, but trying out one of them and hoping for their stuff to win out is worthwhile. Last starter here will go with Joe Musgrove for Pittsburgh. He had a few too many blow-up starts last season, allowing six or more earned runs four times, but Musgrove could reasonably be expected to have a better strand rate than last season's 63.2%, and his 3.72 fielding independent pitching over the past two seasons ranks 33rd among starters. On to the bullpen. (laughs) And you know what? We'll, We'll go to Miami, because as I said off the start, You can find value on bad teams, and this is yet another Marlin among my sleepers. Brandon Kinsler. He has three saves in the past two seasons, but he did record 29 saves in 2017, and he's set to open as the Marlins' closer. Kinsler isn't overpowering, but he keeps the ball in the park and had a 2.68 ERA last season. Over to Boston for Brandon Workman. He almost surely won't be as good as he was in 2019, when he had a home run fly ball rate of 2.6%, allowing one home run in 71 and two-thirds innings. But Workman saved 16 games, and his underlying numbers were strong, including 13.1 strikeouts per nine. And if Workman is the closer all season for Boston, he should finish with better save totals. And that's what we're looking for in fantasy. Anyway, there's your uh, sleeper team, and I'll be back tomorrow with breakthrough players as we continue this preseason prep. Hit me up with your questions. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy Baseball on Twitter. If you want to send an email... Direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis. 